News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Are modern mental health gurus doing more harm than good? Stella Malley, psychotherapist, author of What Your Teen Is Trying to Tell You, joins us. Uh, Stella, are they? Are they doing more harm than good? Yes, some of them certainly are. Um, they're not biting their toenails, but they are, they are doing more more harm than good in many contexts. I was looking at one survey which showed that only 9% of, of TikTok mental health um, gurus, for want of a better word, are actually qualified in mental health. And the issue about it, it would be nice because it all seems very harmless because, you know, they're saying kind of quite what looks like is quite benign statements yeah. about, you know, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. And if it feels good, go for it. And you're not alone. But, you're not alone. Yeah, you're, there are other yeah. people who feel like you feel, which can be helpful, I imagine, if you are struggling. Yeah, yeah, there there is worth in that. There definitely is. However, there's a kind of a, a more insidious aspect to it, which is it it simplifies a problem. And so, if you've got quite a severe mental distress, you can just feel like. And I've met, you know, in with in my clinical work, I've met these teenagers where they're thinking. It all seems a little bit like fun for everybody else, but for me, I'm in horrors. And so I'm not having mental health the way they're having mental health. So it's like something light and benign for for this TikTok crowd, while people who are having really quite serious upset are feel all all the more lonely, even more isolated, because it's not simple to them and it's not kind of something that you roll along with. So it, it has a quite a significant damaging aspect to it. Yeah, uh, I, I, I was reading a, a, when I was uh, researching this piece, I was reading, I hadn't heard of it before, the Dunning-Kruger effect, which apparently uh, yeah. is a cognitive bias where people with limited knowledge or competence in a given uh, intellectual or social domain greatly overestimate their own knowledge or competence in that domain. Is that what we're talking about here? Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to say, if you don't know about the Dunning-Kruger effect, if you're a listener, go and Google it because it will answer a massive amount of questions you might have about why something kind of runs in the population. You think of what's going on there. So basically, the less you know about something, the more likely you'll think you're an expert. And so somebody who thinks that they've cracked depression because they had depression and what worked for them was yoga, they can go out really kind of exuberantly onto TikTok, tell everybody what worked. And I'm not saying whether yoga works or not. What I'm saying is one person's solution isn't everybody else's solution. And that simplistic attitude might seem kind of benign, but it actually is pretty depressing and alienating for loads of people who think that doesn't work for me. Um, doesn't work I, at all. I, I also, I'm, and maybe this is just a cynic in me, I kind of get, I kind of roll my eyes a bit when I see a really well-known person and you get a lot of it in the UK, for example, uh, talking about, you know, their mental health issues. And then when they actually talk about it, I, they're, they're not kind of huge mental health issues. And I sort of feel there's an element of uh, they're, they're doing it to push almost their own yeah, their own agenda, their own personality, yeah. their own brand or whatever. Uh, am I being overly cynical here? Oh, it's it's a disaster. Let's face it. Mental health has become a commodity. Tony Bates called it there recently and he's right. You know, Tony Bates is absolutely brilliant, but he's pointing out it's become a commodity. It's become a phrase that people use. It kind of gives you immediate kind of access to people uh, sympathising with you, gives you an identity. And Honestly, most of us, anybody who is 
for want of a better word, awake, you know what I mean? If you're at all sensitive to life, you will have experienced a good deal of challenges because life is really quite difficult. Insofar as we don't know where we've come from, we don't know where we're going. It's filled with uncertainty and there's a lot of challenges along the way. And so to, to kind of throw it all in as mental health difficulties, which it's now been called, rather than just the human condition, Life is difficult. We it slid into it's all mental health. It's all mental health, and in a way, people who are experiencing clinical mental health challenges now have no place to go because they're in with everybody else who are suffering from human angst. And human angst isn't something minor. We've all experienced it, and you know, many people today will feel serious yeah. moments of despair and anxiety, and that's the human condition. Stella, what's the advice to people? Because there will be people listening today who are genuinely struggling. I mean, is it kind of stay stay away from the kind of the self-professed gurus or, or is it whatever works for you is fine? I think take yourself seriously and kind of give yourself time to find your own way. And if at all possible, try and stay away from people who are simplifying things and gravitate towards the people who complexify the situation because that's probably the more likely thing that will resonate with you. Okay. Stella O'Malley, psychotherapist, author of What Your Teen Is Trying To Tell You. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.